You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, launch date the 18th of April 2021. Owen? Owen! Oh, hello, I was, uh... Middle of torture and stuff. Yeah, what else would I be doing of an evening? Welcome to the Dalek Gooseberry. Hey, I'm Benji Clifford and he's Nick Briggs. Yes, Dalek as in universe and Gooseberry as in Torchwood. We'll be, uh, see, see, I've worked it out and everything. Uh, we'll be going behind the scenes with Dalek Universe 1, starring David Tennant as the Doctor, out this week. Well, it's a big old epic sweep, the whole thing. And we'll be drama teasing you with the first 15 minutes of Torchwood Gooseberry, starring Bern Gorman and Tom Price for free. And these chips, they are they are so stupidly salty. Who eats that much salt? It's always oh, burning my tongue. It's like have a bit of oh. chocolate more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And never fear, all your firm favourite podcast features will be here too. Uh, in a moment, we'll be looking through the latest reviews. Oh. This week, it's a double bill. That's right. There's two bills of the <laughs> Doctor Who short trips, blue boxes, and Torchwood. Recent Yanto's excellent barbecue. Need a hand with the cutlery or anything? Cutlery. <laughs> Cutlery, Anto, we're not using cutlery. Oh, it's making me feel hungry. And of course, we'll be hearing from you, our lovely listeners, in listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. Dear Nick and Benji, I'm a huge fan of the Doctor Chronicles range uh, as it was my gateway into Doctor Who on Big Finish after years of looking for the right moment to dive in. And as is customary, we'll be offering you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release, and it really is random with the round. Randomoid Selectatron! And I think I know where we are. Where? In Babylon. It's uh, David Tennant's had his 50th birthday, I'm told. Yeah, happy birthday, David. Is he having his own special day of day of the Davids? I, I, shown I have no idea. 3D in cinemas around the UK. The only thing about David Tennant's birthday is that it always reminds me that uh, uh, I'm approximately... 10 years older than him <laughs> so it gets a bit depressing really because I know you know so he's 50 uh, I will be 60 quite soon in September uh, you know so that that's the thing for me I also thought of when uh, he was still Doctor Who he had a big birthday party in his last year and I was just reminded of it the other day because it was in and I got an invitation, which is very nice. Um, and so, and I had, I was recording uh, the next morning in London. I was directing Nebulous for Radio Four, you know. Mm -hmm. And but I thought oh, I must go to this party, but there was, of course, the trains from Wales uh, leave, you know. Basically, the last train from Cardiff to London was round about when the party started. Oh, no. So I went completely mad and I looked into... I thought, maybe I can book a car, a taxi. <laughs> and I won't say how much it was. It was quite a lot of money, but it was nowhere near as much money as I thought it would be. I love it when things like that happen, when you're like, it's still ridiculously expensive, but somehow feels acceptable now because it's not as expensive as I as at that I you know as I assumed it would be yeah so, oh, so I, you did go so I went yeah I went by train I got you know the last train to Cardiff um, but and and uh, and then the uh, the guy picked me up I mean I left early for a party I left at midnight um, 
And uh, but when I was uh, booking the the, it was just a firm. It was just one guy, I think, who ran a little taxi service. But he, he his advert said that he did long distance. That was the thing. Nice. You thought I'm having that. And when when he phoned me back to confirm the booking, I, I won't patronise him by doing his Welsh accent. Um, he said uh, he said I've been uh, looking you up a bit. He said um, he said you're you're like the king of the Daleks, aren't you? <laughs> And I said, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, uh, he said, well, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, that'd be fantastic. He said, uh, listen, he said, uh, since uh, uh, since I'll be having the King of the Daleks in my cab, <laughs> he said, I'll give you a discount. What? Nice. Yeah. 10%. That's pretty but good. I thought, that is what my notoriety is worth right there. 10, <laughs> 10%. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. But, but, but having said that, though, he gave you a discount, whereas he could have thought the opposite and thought, it's the king of the dollars. I want to hike the price up. I think make the most of this. You know. It's true. He'd already given me the price, so it's not like that was before he gave me the price. So I knew it was a reduction. So did I, you use I, him again? Well, no, I've not had calls to. There we go. I, uh, but I would have done. It's been a been decade. To... It's been a decade, and you haven't you haven't bothered. Well, my goodness, was it a decade? Who knows? It might have, have to hire him again. So it's the king of the Daleks. But here. I didn't. I he didn't. I didn't get the discount because, of course, I gave him the ten percent as a tip. Yeah, I'm, that was that was reminds me of something that happened in the you know when haircuts were allowed. They are allowed now, but when haircuts. they were before, I went to get to a new hairdresser's and got my hair cut, and the bloke was like, "Oh, well, he's like, I've given you a discount. The discount was like ten percent." And then me being me, I was like, "Oh, brilliant!" And then I forgot all about it. You know, had the haircut, blah blah. When it came to paying, I said, uh, just add on 10%. And then, you know, gave him the tip. Then I walked away and I was just like, so I've just paid the full price now. <laughs> so I'll come away with this one. Yeah, Americans listening will be appalled. This is the British don't have quite such a... Uh, crazy a tipping, tipping system. Tipping system, is that the... Yeah. I yeah, remember there was... Also, a, another word for, for the, you know, where you dump your garbage is the tip, isn't it, as well? Yeah. <laughs> so don't get that confused. Could be nasty. I remember there was a, a hairdresser's in Sidcup when I was at drama school at Rose Bruford yeah, in Sidcup in Kent. Um, there, uh, there was a, a barber's, and we all at the college called it Haircut Sir! Because... Even though that was not the name of it, because it had you know had you know Bob Evans or whatever above the door, um, Evans. It, it, <laughs> that wasn't actually the name. Um, he had a little uh, one of those little billboard things, you know, on a stand outside that said "Haircut, sir," with a sort of little <laughs> man there. So we always so he said, "Are you going to haircut, sir?" And the "sir" was written in red <laughs> as well, written in red. So you imagine like a haircut, sir, like ah, oh, he's cut me. <laughs> But back to David Tennant's birthday. Uh, just the other day, <laughs> I was... Uh, <laughs> what a segue. Um, I was... Uh, <laughs> just no relation whatsoever. Uh, I got cut by some scissors. Back to David Tennant's birthday. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, just trying to milk the joke, but the joke's over, Briggs. Um, online, what was I... I was searching for a picture of uh, Liz... I was seeing if there was a picture of Liz Sladen and me. And uh, no, I wasn't. I was seeing if there was a picture of David Tennant and me, which the, the only one there was was a very, very old one uh, from Dalek Empire Three. And but um, there, but there was a picture of me and um, Liz Sladen entering the St David's Hotel where David's birthday party was, and it says, and it's a press photo with sort of you know. Um, 
watermarks all over it. Uh, you know what I mean to say that it's yeah. owned by someone. I don't mean someone spilt water on it. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it's saying Nicholas Briggs and Elizabeth Sladen entering uh, David Tennant's birthday. birthday. And, I, and I'd forgotten I had a big parcel under my um, arm. All properly yeah. wrapped and everything. All the properly gift. gift wrapped. Yeah, for the parcel. Do you want and to know it was what? a voucher for haircut, sir. And that's what makes sense of this story. Do you want to know what the present actually was? Since what was it? Was it Dalek-based? <laughs> no, I racked my brains of what to buy him. And I remember getting into a real tizzy about it. I remember being out shopping and phoning friends of mine saying, what should I get, David Tennant? Not Doctor Who fans. I was phoning friends of mine who aren't Doctor Who fans. And then my friend Janice, who I think should be a personal shopper. If you want to buy good clothes get Janice my my mate Janice to go to the shops with you she's just got such excellent <laughs> she knows, taste she, knows. she goes along and she goes don't even look at those now these these and they're not that don't buy that, <laughs> that you know she she sorted out my fashion sense as you can tell Benji she hasn't had she's had no say in what I'm currently wearing <laughs> um, I think it's a good look Karen yeah, you're very kind I think the leopard skin's a bit too far though um yeah so uh <laughs> Eventually, what I bought is something that was very new back in those days, which is an electronic photo frame. Oh, that is very, yes, very new. They, and they never quite caught on. I don't know whether they no. people use them anymore. No, I remember thinking that's one, the future. It, yeah. Well, people just use their phones now, can't they? Yeah, it's true. But I got him that because I thought he was going away on tour, I think, to do or do it doing a big... Th he was going to be away from home. And I said, look, here's so you can remember your family and friends. And he oh, wrote to nice. me and told me that he, he said it was extraordinarily generous of me. Oh, bless him. That's I mean, nice. it was cut and paste from all the other... No, 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 it's, it's, it's not. But he is a nice man. That's the thing about David. That's what we're coming to here. 50th birthday. Lovely, lovely man. Always. A lovely man. You know, there are two reasons why David Tennant is a really successful actor. One is that he is just the most amazing actor. And the other is that he is just so good to work with because he is a decent and nice person and um, always leaves you, at the end of the day, feeling... I don't know, just you, that you've had a great time and you've done some great work. It's a lovely feeling. I think there are some people, you know, who who have an ability to, you know, that thing when pe people can enter into a, into a room, you know, spend the day with you and they will leave you feeling perhaps better than when, you know, better than before it started. Some people just have yeah. that ability, oh, you know, lovely. and, and uh, you know, there are so many people have said exactly what you've just said about David and, and the way he is, and you know. And as uh, you know, I remember you saying to me, you know, when it comes to he's a great leading man. Yeah. You know, you can he you can really tell with that with his love for Doctor Who as well. You know, in that that he very much he knows what he's doing and yeah. just pulled it all together. A happy birthday, David. Happy birthday. Have a, have a fab day. We love um, you. Is it on this actual, the day of this podcast or the day uh, of recording? I was just told by our head of marketing that it would have happened. So, you know, we're, uh, okay. we're belatedly coming to it. Well, I hope he's tucking into his Colin the Caterpillar cake and having a really good time. <laughs> Controversial. Uh, he's got, yeah, all over the news at the moment. Oh, but there we go. Well, now we've, uh, we've had our birthday party. Should we have a look at the latest reviews? Yes.
as promised, we're looking at Doctor Who short trips, blue boxes, and tortured recent Yanto's excellent barbecue. Let's go blue boxes first. From Big Finish Productions. Sorry, Siobhan said, the connection's terrible. Listen, have you got the wrong number? This is just a payphone. There isn't anybody... What's that? Siobhan heard a buzz that made her skin crawl, and then her bones vibrate. She felt sick. She couldn't put down the receiver. The line went dead. Doctor Who Short Trips Blue Boxes Dr. Elizabeth Shaw was frankly shocked that the doctor had agreed to investigate the prank call's inundating unit. She was barely alive, and there was no real indication she would recover. By all appearances, and according to every standard maintenance test, the phone that had done this was in perfect working order. And you'll certainly have our assistance, the doctor added. Unfortunately, coaxing fiddly blue boxes into working is the leitmotif of my life. Big Finish. We love stories. Just go to bigfinish.com and type blue boxes into the search pane at the top and you'll get the old old release. So first up then, we've got one from warpedfactor.com. This is our good friend Matthew Kestrel. That was my impersonation of a Kestrel. That's very good, very good. Not sure it was. (laughs) I suppose the Kestrel GTX, that's Kestrel. Um, All told, Blue Boxes is another solid entry in the Big Finish short trips range. Good. More than that, it's hopefully the Doctor Who debut of a strong new talent. One this reviewer would very much like to be let loose uh, writing a full cast third Doctor adventure. Because even if it's half as good as this, it would be a treat. Oh, I like a treat. Uh, Cultbox.co.uk, Ian McArdle, hello Ian, says, on narration duties, Mark Reynolds gives another assured performance. And we easily found ourselves drawn into a story that whistled through its 33-minute duration in no time. It was no, not no time, it's 33 minutes. Uh, He has been a great addition to the roster of narrators this year. Four stars in blue, one star in white. Make of that what you will. And now we move on to tortured Reese and Yanto's excellent barbecue. There's just something so satisfying about fire, isn't there? (laughs) I feel like a Stone Age man. From Big Finish Productions, Torchwood, Reese and Yanto's excellent barbecue. Stephen? Stephen, is that you? The sky's getting dark, and it shouldn't be getting dark. Well, uh, this'll be going in no time now. Oh, you need to wait 20 to 30 minutes for it to reach the right temperature. You sure you don't want a beer? Fine, thanks. Do you have a glass I can use, though? Doesn't have to be a wine glass. Oh, well, if it doesn't have to be a wine glass, uh, yeah. Inside, uh, I'll, I'll go and grab you one. Need a hand with a cutlery or anything? Cutlery? <laughs> Cutlery, Anto, we're not using cutlery. It's a barbecue. We're cavemen. We're going to use our hands. And paper plates. Uh, they're in the bag. I'll be right back. I'll get you a glass. And maybe a crystal decanter whilst I'm at it, eh? I mean, yeah, if you've got one. It's closing in. The air. The angry air. Big finish. We love stories. I'm really looking forward to this. Lads, lads, lads. Just go to bigfinish.com and type recent Yanto, I reckon, into the search pane to find this rather special release. That'll do it, won't it? First up, doctorwhoreviews.net. Kyle speaking here. Kyle says, I can't do his voice. Uh, Reese and Yanto's excellent barbecue is very much Reese's story and the subversion of expectations that this narrative accomplishes is genuinely surprising and sure to last with listeners long after the end theme plays. Just imagine listeners sitting there going, 
that's lasting. Mm. It's another success for this range that is well and truly at the top of its game agreed with meaningfully developing its beloved long-standing characters even further. Absolutely bang on. Coldbox.co.uk, Ian McArdle back here once again. Writer Tim Foley has form as one of Big Finish's more experimental writers, oh, yes. having written stories like Dissected and Night of the Fendal oh, and The Lentil Dal. Um, he <laughs> loves playing with different perspectives, and this story is no different. Uh, utterly breaking our hearts with a phone call. Uh, insightful, affecting, and very funny. This is another great addition the Torchwood range, and that's five stars, four in blue, one in white. <laughs> Winteriscoming.net, James Agas says, with its extremely unusual pairing, great humour, and strong character exploration, Recent Yanto's Excellent Barbecue is another easy winner in Big Finish's monthly range of Torchwood audios. Nice. SciFiBulletin.com, Paul Simpson, who is, uh, I think he co-runs Stead and Simpson, the shoe shop. That's right, um, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, of course. He's, he's, uh, it's, uh, it's a story that picks up. <laughs> Always. <laughs> very good, very good. So well, strides, I'm not sure it was. Strides, <laughs> strides above their, their rest of potential comments. Um, I think I need uh, to bring you to heel now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd say something else, but I'd stick my foot in it. Um, uh, it's a story that picks up on a key event in Reese's life uh, that we slowly but surely get to understand as the prey proceeds. Um, and it gives writer Tim Foley a chance to talk about male emotions and the handling or lack of handling thereof. A different sort of tortured audio that shows not all threats have to be world-ending. 8 out of 10. Nice. Uh, Badwilf.com, ho ho, Martin Havel says, Overall, this is a beautiful story about male friendship and the need to open up which is extremely well executed, if I can speak, and incredibly relatable. It's bonkers, funny, touching, and produced to a high quality. Blair Mowat's music beautifully accents the dialogue and accompanies Joe Miner's sound design flawlessly. Warpfactor.com, Tony Filer, Tony son of Filer. Bill Filer. Bill yeah. Filer. <laughs> uh, Tim Foley's written the script that makes you laugh until you mainly don't cry or manly don't cry. I don't know, but that's what it says there. And takes you beyond that point. Kai Owen in particular nails that journey <laughs> to the front of your consciousness and makes you want to hear more recentered stories in the future. Oh. Too right. I was, do I was attempting to do a bit of uh, uh, Claws of Axos music uh, for the, the Bill Filer reference there. But actually, I think what I was doing was Pig Bin Josh's music. That do, 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 do. <laughs> yes, war, you are. War, war, war. War. My, it be my bike <laughs> in the snow. It'd be nice if we had a review from Pig Bin Josh. <laughs> Just the once. Yeah. Someone, come on, get Pig Bin to write in. Uh, on Twitter, uh, Andy M586 says at big finish recent yanto's excellent barbecue does not disappoint exclamation mark great to have at kai owen and at panchiers that's gareth david lloyd team up and deliver a genuinely moving and important story about dealing with grief hashtag it's okay not to be okay hashtag torchwood well done at verbatim tim foley and verbatim verbatim foley that's tim foley yeah, that's very clever uh, he's, he's clever he's a brilliant writer you can tell tim. what he does you yeah. can tell what he does he's a writer really it's excellent writer, work that. excellent work it's uh, there's you know um a third doctor adventure the gulf that he's done which is really lovely uh 
That's coming out soon, I believe. Yeah, I worked on that. I, I never know when things are out because I've been working on them for months. <laughs> Just a constant production line, isn't it? Well, Heathay Harkness says, Wow! Recent Yando's excellent barbecue. Hilarious and touching in equal measure, with a healthy dose of Torchwood's particular brand of chaos. I felt really personally moved by it, so thank you and cheers. Uh, Gareth David Lloyd, uh, Kai Owen, uh, Verbatim Foley, uh, Scott Hancock, and all involved. And at Rhea underscore in a box, uh, listen to at Big Finishes recent Yanto's excellent barbecue barbecue last night. That's like a barbecue, but it's a murder mystery as well. Uh, and still thinking about it tonight. Such a great story, funny and touching in equal measure. Everyone involved should be so proud. It's lovely the way Torchwood does these. Uh, you know, they really sort of reinvented itself, yeah. hasn't it, to be able to do so many different things, which I think is really fun. And just really blinking good drama you know with interesting characters and situations it's great and uh, gooseberry that we're playing a clip from today is another one like that the trailer for that is amazing for gooseberry actually anyway to uh, carry on well next week we'll be looking at the 10th doctor and river song uh nick do you have any great memories of recording because that was in the first sort of early months of lockdown wasn't it was it? So and right it, at the beginning of things yeah and that reminds me you know we were talking about david tennant earlier and you know uh and i would say the same applies to alex kingston you know two people who uh just will not allow any negativity in a room i mean they don't say listen guys let's not be negative they're just so positive and they're so lovely they they shine such a light on everything i remember we had a huge laugh doing it and they did some fantastic work and um you know we were all sending each other pictures of where we were recording and uh what we'd had for lunch as well and then we had to guess whose lunch it was everyone guessed my lunch because it was boring it was a sandwich and crisps you know i thought uh, you know, <laughs> that's nick <laughs> you know i thought well and, and david was a bit sort of pitying of me you know he's like, oh nick uh, yeah that's nick isn't it i thought what what is my reputation <laughs> anyway, no it was lovely we had a fantastic time and uh, really a, three fantastic scripts um what was it it was uh, james goss wrote one and lizzie hopley and jonathan morris yeah three great writers three great stories so yeah that we'll be looking at the hopefully great reviews of that It'd be terrible if the reviews turned up and they were just like no sorry clearly uh the uh, briggs's lunch completely destroyed this box set <laughs> you can you can hear the crisps on his breath <laughs> Well, coming up soon, we'll be going behind the scenes with Dalek Universe 1. But before that, it's listeners' emails. That's right. Well, you don't need a lunch to send an email. It's easy. They just send themselves. Well, they don't. You have to click there. Right. Yeah. yeah. To do, yeah. Oh, right. Well, first up, yeah, yeah, you know. So if you want to send them, it's simple. Just send it to podcast at bigfinish.com. Yeah, yeah. And it'll make its way to us through the magic of science or something. Uh, first up, then, this <laughs> one here is from Daniel Hughes. Know. Subject to this one is story ideas slash suggestions. Daniel Hughes, hello, BBC News. Nick. Sorry. That's very, very good. I agree. I agree. Uh, hello, Nick and Benji. Uh, I hope and trust you're both well. Well, so far, so good. Uh, after listening to the email section of today's podcast, this is as of the, the 4th of April, this prompted me to write in the story ideas and suggestions. I apologise in advance if this email may appear long. It does appear long, Um, yes. One email inquired about the Season 12 TARDIS team. 
for the fourth Doctor, Sarah and Harry, I like Nick's idea of maybe doing TARDIS-less stories and using the time ring. Oh, yes, please. That'd be brilliant. Uh, an alternative suggestion could be uh, them travelling around in an old Ford Transit van. No, it's not in there. Sorry. It's from, uh, uh, picking up from the closing scene of Revenge of the Sidemen, uh, where the Doctor receives a message from the Brigadier to him in Scotland, uh-huh. making way for terror of the Zygons. Um, knowing how temperamental the TARDIS can be, this could easily make way for new stories set between Revenge of the Cybermen and Terror of the Zygons. Absolutely, yeah, they could be spending all that time trying to get back to the Brigadier, couldn't they? Yeah, nipped over to Tenerife and, you know, went on holiday in the meantime. <laughs> uh, another email inquired about John Sim returning as the Master. Um, although there are no immediate plans at the moment, a few little ideas came to mind that could potentially be proposed to John as there's still a lot to explore with his master. Oh, here we go. Suggestion one. Uh, the Tenth Doctor, Martha and Jack's arrival on Earth at the beginning of The Sound of Drums via Jack's uh, Vortex Manipulator uh, took place seconds after Utopia's cliffhanger, although the master had been on Earth for quite a while after, sending, after stealing the Doctor's TARDIS. Uh, there's a lot to explore in regards to how he infiltrated the UK government Taking on, taken on the Harold Saxon pseudonym and his rise to Prime Minister. Oh. A political box set. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, suggestion two. Uh, what the Master got up to during that year-long alternative timeline scene in The Sound of Drums and Last of the Time Lords. He opened a chip shop and then thought, Do you know what, actually, let's not bother. Um, suggestion three. Uh, what the Master got up to in between returning to Gallifrey at the end of... <clears throat> the end of time and turning up on a Mondasian or a Mondasian depending on your controversial views on that one uh, spaceship in the world enough and time yeah, I wonder what he did there probably yeah. just you know hung around did a bit of cleaning probably yeah. probably got back and thought this place is a tip <laughs> I'm going to do that going to open the windows air it out a bit you know before, definite you know, story some... potential there absolutely the master cleans up <laughs> okay covers sort of John Sim with a feather duster. Um, <laughs> suggestion four, um, if you ever get Pearl Mackie back as Bill Potts, have stories set during World Enough and Time during the time when the Master was in disguise as Razor and Bill was waiting for the Twelfth Doctor all those years in the lower decks of the Mondasian or Mondasian spaceship. Goodness. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's blotness. Um, there may <laughs> seem like long-winded ideas at the moment, just imagine, uh, but these ideas are potentially worth exploring, yeah. and hopefully one day John might be interested uh, in expanding those ideas. Stay well and stay safe. Kind regards. Dan. Well, I would say, Daniel, that those ideas may or may not be, may not be in the minds of John Dorney and Matt Fitton at the moment already some of them may i don't know uh so there's all sorts of stuff going on uh right i'm going to speed things up for the next uh email and put on a special effect uh, Dwayne bunny has sent us in app suggestions uh credits and speed option on the android app uh, good, uh, dear nick and veggie good day good old Dwayne, hey. who, who's, who's yeah. been a guest on the old uh in the review section of the podcast i have to say how tickle pink i've been lately by the incredible sound design and music in every single big finish release thank you Dwayne. as a user of the android version of the big finish app i often find myself checking the credits but the list of credits on the app is only a partial one with sound designers musicians and artwork designers not listed so i have to go to the website to check these credits oh, 
Is it possible to have a full credit list within the app so I don't have to refer to the website? Yeah, I would have, I'll have a word about that, mate. Uh, is it possible to have a playback speed option on the Android app? I believe the Apple app has this option. Does it really? I ask this not for full cast productions. I wouldn't dare adjust the speed to those. But with more audiobooks coming out, such as Scourge of the Simon and Jago and Lightfoot Series 14, um, 1.25 or 1.5 playback speed might be useful to get through these. Thanks, wonderful chaps, all of you. Dwayne. Well, back to normal speed now. Um, well, I'd say, Dwayne, uh, I'm... I don't agree with the whole speeding things up. I think it's, uh, personally, I think it's a bit disrespectful to the talent, but uh, never mind. Uh, I, I realise that people feel they've got a lot to get through, and I'd rather you got through it rather than didn't bother. So, um, and it's already available on the Apple app. I didn't know that either. There's a lot I don't know. What else don't I know? <laughs> really? Oh, well, there's the thing. I love that as a question. What else don't I know? Not this. Uh, George Gulaska, I hope I spelt that correctly. I didn't spell it, actually, I just said it. Uh, the future of the Doctor Chronicles. Dear Nick and Benji, I'm a huge fan of the Doctor Chronicles range uh, as it was my gateway into Doctor Who on Big Finish after years of looking for the right moment to dive in and finally taking the plunge. <laughs> um, as such, it holds a special place in my heart. Uh, the question has probably been asked multiple times before, so I don't mean to sound like a broken record. But with David Tennant and now Christopher Eccleston, with five exclamation marks there, inside brackets, uh, reprising their roles for Big Finish, it does put the future of the range into question. Uh, is it now going to be full cast adventurers featuring only the 11th and 12th Doctors? Uh, what will become of the range when these two Doctors someday get ranges of their own, if it comes to that? I don't think you should count it out just yet. As the idea of a Doctor Who range where Jacob Dudman superbly plays yeah. every modern version of the Doctor is brilliant and very appealing to me. Uh, I also think that the format could be played around with even more. Maybe a hybrid of Chronicle and full cast can be done with some stories, similar to the Churchill years. Or better yet, box sets featuring multiple Doctors, all played by Jacob. Whatever the fate of this range will be, I will continue to enjoy it however long it lasts and can't wait to hear what you have in store. Keep up the amazing work, wishing you the very best from all the way in Puerto Rico. Hey, George, there we go. Oh, thank you, George. That's a really interesting thing you say there. I mean, I know that we carried on doing the Tenth Doctor Chronicles even after David Tennant joined us. Um, it's an interesting question. I mean, Jacob Dudman is a brilliant actor and a lovely fellow, uh, and it's always a delight to work with him, and he does fantastic work. Um, I know there's going to be some Twelfth uh, and Eleventh Doctor coming. Uh, there, there's also there was a, a short trips where with the Eleventh and Twelfth Doctor together. Did you not uh, hear that one? This is called Doctor Who Short Trips Regeneration Impossible. It's by the brilliant Alfie Shaw, and uh, here's the trailer. Hello? I'm the Doctor. I'm here to help. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Tricky business at the best of times, regeneration, and three in the morning among a bunch of dead humans isn't anyone's idea of the best time. I hope. Look, I just wanted... Doctor Who. Short trips. Ah! You're regenerating. Oh, brilliant knee-splaining. Have you done this before? <sighs> Have I done this before? How do you think you got here? Regeneration impossible. Oh, what the hell. Guess I'm stuck with you. Hello, Doctor. I'm the Doctor. And I'm dying. 
Big Finish. We love stories. You can't be the Doctor. I'm the Doctor. The last Doctor. Oh, are you? Oh, this is awkward. I'll just sit in the corner and not exist, shall I? There you go. Um, yeah, so there, there's more to come with Jacob Dudman. And, of course, Jacob is appearing in other productions. Uh, he's also been in The Lone Centurion, um, you know, playing other parts. Brilliant. There's loads great of great talent. E- Sorry. I said he's a great talent. He is a great talent. Loads of great emails coming in, folks. Uh, and do rest assured that if you say something particularly nice about a, a particular production, I do forward those emails to those involved with making it, usually the producer, director and writer, and they can you know, disseminate it further if they wish. Anyway, keep them coming. Well, we'll be dramatising you with Torchwood Gooseberry at the end of this podcast. Can I apologise for the creaking of my chair earlier? Oh, I liked it. Out of an atmosphere. You know, it's quite nice. Too much, too much atmosphere. Um, Andy has a girlfriend. She's called Kate. And she's utterly lovely. And then she meets Owen. Owen finds out that Kate has a secret. One that she's desperate to understand. But the more he discovers, the more dangerously close to Kate he becomes. What's going to happen when Andy finds out? But first, let's go behind the scenes with Dalek Universe 1. I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of Dalek Universe. We're on your side. Well, you say that, but last time I met you, you were trying to kill me. The creation of Dalek Universe kind of stretches back at least two or three years. When we were even working on the Anne Kelso stories for The Fourth Doctor, we knew we were taking the character to in the Anya Kingdom reveal and we knew where we were going to go afterwards in that we knew we were going to bring her back in the Dalek Protocol with the Fourth Doctor. And we also knew there was another chapter of her life with a Doctor beyond the Fourth Doctor after that. But that's as far as we'd planned. I mean, it was just the kernel of an idea that was, was there floating for us to pick up when the time came along. And when David became available um, during the lockdown of 2020... This was one of those ideas that was just sitting there in my head and um, it just excited me, (laughs) really. And that's always my way of of doing things, is just to go with things that excite me. My name is David Tennant. I play the Doctor. At one scene 883. At one scene 883. It's Anya? Yes, yes, Anya! Kingdom! Anya Kingdom, what are you doing here? More to the point, what am I doing here? More to the point... Where am I? More to the point, who are you? Very happy to be born. Yeah. Well, it's a big old epic sweep, the whole thing. It's like a sort of, it reminds me a little bit of those old Buck Rogers Flash Gordon series that uh, used to be on the uh, on the TV during the school holidays when I was a kid that, that ran for sort of, 15 episodes and went all over the universe and uh, there was all different worlds got visited and because each story has its own sort of self-contained world then the whole thing has a kind of overarching momentum which I've really enjoyed I've really enjoyed how how varied it is all within this one story and the variety of worlds that we go to and and uh, environments that we're in we love Terry Nation I mean he's had a huge input into Doctor Who. I mean, Doctor Who just would not be the same to this day without him. I mean, whether even Doctor Who would be here at all still after all these years without the Daleks, who knows? 
But I wanted to do something that was a, a bit of a love letter to Terry Nation, actually, and just take all these disparate elements that have been within the same world, kind of on screen, I mean, vaguely interlinked, but put them absolutely within the same universe. Hi, I'm John Dorney, and I wrote Buying Time and The Wrong Woman, as well as script editing uh, a good chunk of Dalek Universe for the Tenth Doctor Adventures. In the initial stages, when I was working out the overall arc of the the whole of the nine-story storyline, I was focusing quite a bit on looking at areas and things within the nation oeuvre that um, excited me and interested me. My name's Jane Slavin and I play Anya Kingdom. Uh, this is at one scene 682. At one scene 682. At one scene 682. Oh, come on, hurry up, Pipe! Anya, come on, you've got to hear me, you're my only hope. Oh, not again. What's going on? Oh, I don't have much time. You have to come back, Anya. You have to come back inside. Inside? Inside where? What? what, what what's happening? Spot on. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, very much. I love her tenacity. Nothing's too much for her. I love how unforgiving she is, given the things she's done, the things she's responsible for. I love everything about it. I just love, I mean, I love these adventures. I love going to different planets every day, especially now. Doing something with David as the Doctor. I've worked with him before, just as a regular human being, but I've never worked with him as the Doctor, and that was so exciting, knowing how much people love him. And he's a brilliant actor. And Joe is one of my favourite human beings in the whole world, I think. I mean, he really is, and exceptional human being and a brilliant actor obviously so yeah i was very excited the whole project oh sorry didn't she mention that yes she's sort of the dirty tricks department an intelligence service within the intelligence service she probably outranks you thanks for that well sorry but you do tend to keep things quiet even though he's infallible he seems quite fallible he has a great humility about him. Well, it's fascinating because there's a whole history with Anya that I wasn't part of, of course. So I had to have a bit of a history lesson before we started in terms of what the Doctor's previous relationship with her was. And the fact that she'd been this other character that he was clearly still rather mourning for. And where that leaves him and Anya when they meet up at the start of this story, he, he, he's not entirely at ease with Anya. And so that creates an interesting dynamic to play through. Anya, I'd obviously written before, and you know, pretty much co-created uh, with David Richardson for our Tom Baker run and the Syndicate Master Plan. Uh, we had brought her back in another story, and in that we'd introduced Mark Seven, who was a great foil to her. We've explored who she's not. We've explored the character of Anne Kelso, in the Fourth Doctor range, and we only had limited time to really look at who Annie Kingdom was, and we, we left her final Fourth Doctor story on a bit of a sad note. I mean, Annie was just finding herself again, and basically the Doctor had rejected her. I know Anne never existed. I know she was a fictional construct of a technological despot, but she was real to me, and now she's gone. Zal killed her just as surely as if he put a gun to her head and pulled a trigger. You'd just be a reminder of that. 
I suppose so. For what it's worth, I really am sorry. Yes. Me too. Mm. Goodbye, Anya Kingdom. If nothing else, you've done your family proud. But Goodbye. There was this huge chasm in their relationship that we wanted to come back to and explore. And Dalek Universe has really given us the opportunity to do that. I mean, we, we start off with the Tenth Doctor meeting Anya again, and he's still not happy with her. So we then have nine episodes of a journey with these characters, and it's a really lovely journey. I think she really likes him, and she really wants to make amends. And it seems almost impossible at the beginning. Come on, Anya. You don't have to point a gun at me. Not again. I mean, it's been a while, but I thought we ended up on the same side last time. Well, more or less. Eventually. Although, obviously, I'm beginning to wonder about that now. Just go to bigfinish.com and type Dalek Universe 1 into the search pane at the mm. top to find this rather special release. And don't forget, very soon now, we'll be drama-teasing you with the particularly weird and wonderful Torchwood Gooseberry at the end of the podcast. If you haven't heard the trailer, here it is. From Big Finish Productions. Torchwood. Gooseberry. Oh, here he comes. Be nice. I am nice. Please. Well then. I'm not nervous. No. Owen! Hiya! Andy. And uh, you must be... Kate? My girlfriend. Oh, God, actually. Uh, wait. <laughs> it's fine. Yes, I'm your girlfriend. Result? Kate. Right. Wow. Uh, okay. I know, right? Punching above, etc. Oh, it's just, uh, yeah, pleased to meet you. Same. Well then, I'll uh, go and get myself coffee while you two talk about me. <laughs> Please God, I'm back in a tick. <laughs> so. So. Andy doesn't know you're dead, does he? Big finish. We love stories. But before that, it's... The Randomoid Selectratron, where we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Go, Rand, go! Well, Rand's plucked something rather special, actually, out. Um, Doctor Who, The Lost Stories, yes. The First Doctor. Oh, what's the... What? Oh, so what is it? The f- Lost Stories... The, the first, first Doctor. Doctor. Which is, uh, what does it include? It's uh, Farewell Great Macedon, uh, the Fragile Yellow Arc of Fragrance. Wow. These uh, are incredible. Uh, adapted by Nigel Robinson. Great stuff. Here's the trailer. You've stopped. Stopped. And I think I know where we are. Where? In Babylon. So this must be... The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. One of the seven ancient wonders of the world. Barbara clapped her hands together in delight. I knew it! I knew you were Alexander the Great, she exclaimed. I am not that tall. (laughs) No, history knows you as Alexander the Great. Test of truth as practiced in Macedon. You will walk the fire. Walk over fire? Grandfather, you can't! I will kill you for that, stranger. I'll break your bones into sand! Treachery, Miss Wright. Treachery! Contestants, you will start when I drop my arm. 
Let your muscles taste every drop of strength in your body. Come on, Ian! Look at that! And that means the year is 323 BC. What has Alexander to fear? Two women, an old man, and a scientist? And I tell you that it was patricide, Hephaestia. It was worse than murder. Uh, now, just a second, child. Uh, oh, very well, then. We'll all die together. There, young man. Does that satisfy you now? <laughs> Some of the things that I love, just, just subtle things here, but I love things like the episode titles for this. You know, every episode has its own title. Yeah. Just little details like that which make me really smile because, you know, it just, again, highlights kind of the love, uh, the love for Doctor Who there. Incredible, isn't it? And obviously Caroline Ford and William Russell feature, along with John Dorney, uh, doing a really great job of playing Alexander the Great and Helen Goldwyn playing Melody and Harmony. Yeah, uh, great stuff. Lovely cover. I'm imagining the cover's by Alex Mallinson. Let me just check. Is it? Is that right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Beautiful work. Beautiful work. Lovely stuff. Um, uh, seeing William Russell's name there, I was watching um, uh, Shoestring, you know, that old 80s show. Yeah, an oldie, and William oldie, Russell oldie. is in the first episode playing an old DJ. He's got something, um, yeah. And the, the the boss while he's broadcasting the boss comes on uh, the headphones between you know in when a record's playing and says to the, William Russell's character as he's drinking a coffee he says uh, how many um, how much brandy's in that and William Russell's character goes two fingers but puts up a V <laughs> sign to him up. yeah and it's just you know, William Russell, such a gentle and polite man. Just seeing him do that was really shocking. <laughs> you know, I just thought, oh, he can't do that. But of course, he was acting, wasn't he? You see, that's what it's about thing, people acting. Thing, anyway, yeah, you get a 25% discount on this. Um, do you want to explain how? Because you're rather good at yeah, it. Su- yeah, super simple. All you need to do is go to bigfinish.com, go to the podcast section on the page. Very simple. There you'll be presented with. Uh, the podcast in question, the latest one. You click on uh, that, which leads you to the main page. Once you get to that main page, look in the blurb. I'm in, and in the blurb, uh, it will tell you to just click here to get your uh, your little discount. And it'll say, enter the code back up. That's B-U-C-K-U-P. No, B-U-C-K-U-P. Uh, no spaces, no punctuation. Just that. Enter that in and you'll get your discount. 10% off. Is it 10%? 25%? 25%. Sorry, even better. 25% going off. No, no, it's not going off. 25% discount. There you go. Rock and roll. Right. I must type the email to Jackie and Sue to let them know about this offer so it can go live at the same time as the podcast. So let me do that. So what was it? Oh. Well, whilst, you, whilst you're doing yeah. that, I'll thank Ran. Uh, Ran, it's been a pleasure. Jackie. Always plucking the, the little gems out of your rather brilliant archive. Uh, time though uh, once Nick has finished writing this email, time for us to go. Next week we'll be going behind the scenes with the first Doctor Adventures Volume 5 uh, and we'll be dramatising you with The Avengers the comic strip adaptations Volume 5 Whatever Next by John Dorney Oh, you did all that while I'm sending an email. Very good. Yeah, yeah I'm, you know I'm, I'm value for money me, I'll get things done you know, quickly and efficiently. Uh, are you ready? And then, in that case, it's a uh, good goodbye. Bye. 
Here's uh, Tonshul Gooseberry. Oh, here he comes. Be nice. I am nice. Please. Well, then. I'm not nervous. No. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Owen! Hiya! Andy! And uh, you must be... Kate? My girlfriend. Oh, God. Actually, uh, wait. <laughs> it's fine. Yes, I'm your girlfriend. Uh, result? Kate. Right. Well, uh, okay. I know, right? Punching above, etc. Oh, it's just, um... Yeah, pleased to meet you. Same. Anyway. Oh, excuse me. Stop apologising. Yeah, stop apologising, Andy. Sorry. I'll uh, go and get us some coffees. Uh, nothing for me, mate. Nor me. Well, then, I'll uh, go and get myself a coffee while you two talk about me. <laughs> Please, God, I'm back in a tick. <laughs> so... So, Andy doesn't know you're dead, does he? You sure you don't want an ice cream? It is delicious. No, I'm, I'm fine. You're eating that. <laughs> Obviously, I couldn't live without ice cream. Yeah, it's true. Uh, walking arm in arm down the bay with a cone, even in the rain. Mm, that's us, boring. Oh, no. He's seen them. Dodger! <laughs> Off you go. Obviously, eight-year-olds, prepare to meet my advanced driving course. <laughs> don't go anywhere. We won't. Yeah, I wouldn't dream of it. Yes. This is awkward. Is it? He really doesn't know. No. But you were eating ice cream. Yes. Does it taste? I mean, does it still, you know... As amazing as ever. Right. Great. But how? (laughs) Owen, you're not normally lost for words, are you? Uh, no. No, not really. No. I have questions. I'm not just dead. I'm an alien. Okay. You get points for not screaming. Yeah, Cardiff. You'd be surprised. Our species has a state beyond life. Um, over the threshold, does that translate? Uh, I guess. Sometimes our scientists can cure it. Cure death? Occasionally. More often it allows us to move safely onto what's next. The darkness? Yes. Wait. I've seen it. Then... I'm sorry. There's probably no way back for you. Why are you here? This may or may not surprise you, but there's a rift linking Cardiff to the universe. You don't say. I was curious. I came through wondering what I'd find. And you found Andy. On behalf of humanity, I can only apologise. 
Oh, come on. He's good. So much decency in him. So much life. Yeah. Wait, no, is that... Yes. I feed off of him. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You feed off him? That's how we feel alive again. We take it from others. From Andy? Just a little. Through touch. What? Bet it works for you too. I'll show you if you want. No, no, no. No, you won't. That's why you're not eating now. Oh. Do you see? <laughs> that was great. I mean, apart from when I made that boy cry. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, come here. Oh, you're cold. You're warming me up. <laughs> <laughs> you two, you're probably joined at the hip, aren't you? Oh, you've not touched your ice cream. It's melting, look. Sorry, I was saving it for you. Andy? Yes? Oh, there's some on your chin. Let me... Oh, nothing, mate. Owen, the boys were asking... Yes? Are they going to be much longer? Uh, well, it's a crime scene. I know that. One dead body, two dead heads. The same head. So, yeah, we're going to be a while. Sure. Actually, I, I wanted a chance to speak to you. OK. Yeah, it's, uh, it's about Kate. Oh. You like her? You do like her, don't you? You don't need my approval. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. I've never felt so alive, honestly. I mean, here I am, scraping up bits of corpse from a rugby pitch, and I just can't stop buzzing. Right. Sorry, I'm going on a bit. Kate, what about her? Oh, uh, I've forgotten. She's nice. I've, um... Look, I've, I've got to get back to me heads. Of course. I'm pleased for you, mate. See you around, yeah? Owen? Owen! Oh, hello, I was, uh... Middle of torture and stuff. Yeah, what else would I be doing of an evening? I've seen you for a while. Yeah, yeah, I've been busy. It's such a gorgeous little bar. You're so welcome to come. Kate and I were just uh, taking my neighbours out for dinner. Oh, yeah. So is he. Lovely old couple, they are. Yeah. She's just uh, saying goodbye to them. She's uh, really going in for that hug, she? She's very tactile. Yeah. She's just seen them off to their car. Look, we're off for a drink if you want to. Oh, look, I'd best get on the Vortex Wraiths opening a portal in a charity shop, you know. OK. Yeah, OK. Uh, look after yourself. If you wanted to come to quiz night, you should have said. I'm fine. Standing out here all night, you'll catch your death. Hmm. <laughs> come inside. Gwen and Reese are on the team. What a card he is. Yeah, what a card. Gwen's brought a friend along to Chico. She knows her rivers. Really knows her rivers. Is that so? Andy misses you. Well. This is about me, isn't it? No. Yes. Andy really values you as a friend. I don't want to make him choose, because I'd lose. Yeah, Caitlin, you're dead. 
you're dead and you're leeching life off him and off other people that you touch. I, I bet you bump into loads of people on the way to the bar. And, oh, let me guess, every time Reese names a capital city, you give him a little shoulder rub, don't you? It's harmless. Yeah, but is it, though? Yes, I know what I'm doing. Are you really angry with me? Or jealous? No, not, not the point. None of them know you're doing it. No. Andy, you're, you're deceiving him. But he's happy. You're jealous. Of which of us? Here, take my hand. No. It's just a hand. No, I, 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 it's as simple as this. Hold it. <gasps> How long is it since you've felt that? Oh, I can feel my f flesh against my skin, my clothes. I can... Oh, my God. Oh. Breathe with me, Owen. Oh, the rain. I can feel the rain. The smell of it, the air. I can feel all of it. <laughs> Owen. Easy, Tiger. God, Calm I down. This. I have missed this. I've missed the smell. The smell. I can smell the fat from the chippy and the, and the rain. The rain is soaking into my shoes. I can feel it. It's... <laughs> See? It's not so bad, is it? No. Do you want more, Owen? No. Do you want more? I... Case? I... We need you. It's the murder she wrote round. Oh, Owen, hiya. Oh, hello, Claude. We were just get... talking. Yeah, talking. And and now I'm going. Come inside, have a drink. You're soaked. Do. Tishiko can tell you all about the Danube. No, no, no. I, I really. I, I must. I must. I, I, I'm going right. Is he okay? Yeah, I. I think. I think he's coming round to me. Oh well. Okay then. Mm-hmm. Can I help you, sir? Uh, just browsing. We sell wedding dresses, so I did wonder. Um. So? Yeah, I was just passing, you know. I saw you standing outside for um, 15 minutes. About that. Yeah. You working? You know that, because otherwise... I wouldn't have been standing outside. Loitering? Yeah. Can I apologise for the other night? Oh. Look, I know I came on a bit strong forcing that on you. Sometimes I get people wrong. Yeah, I know the feeling. Andy's upset, I can tell. He misses you. We're not married. Absolutely not. It's just... He's a nice guy and you're a vampire. If you're going to call me names, I believe succubus is more accurate. It's how I get my energy, as most humans get theirs from eating burgers. Oh, burgers. How long has it been since you've had a burger? We can do that, if you wanted. It's not the point, right? I'm worried that you'll hurt him. You've got to stop seeing him as my victim. I like him. I like him enough to lie to him. Because if I told him what I was, I know I'd lose him. And I'm never going to harm him or anyone. I just want to live. You should be honest with him. He's had enough to swallow. What with me working in a wedding dress shop, that can be a little off-putting. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, maybe I will tell them, just not now. There's never a right time. Maybe there will be. There won't be. 
maybe there won't be, but look, I really have been feeling bad. I forced all those sensations on you. You did. It won't happen again. I want us to stop being weird around each other, okay? Yeah, all right. I'm not saying we have to do quiz night, but just be around for him. Sure. And sharing my powers with you, I, I promise I won't do it again. Right. Okay. Sure. Only... No. No. Oh, oh, you really are enjoying that. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Oh, my God. The meat is so... It's so... It's so awful. It's crap. It's terrible. It's... Oh. Oh. And these chips... They are, they are so stupidly salty. Who eats that much salt? It's, it, oh, it's burning my tongue. It's like... Have a bit of oh. chocolate more. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, chocolate with meat. Chocolate with meat. Who dreamed up that? Oh, God. And uh, I'm done. You are? Yeah, yeah. The dead man ate a last meal. Oh, that was amazing. Okay, then. I mean, we can do it again sometime, if you like. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You relax, you're good. Because I feel a little awkward. Holding hands with someone who's not your boyfriend. Mm, this is wrong. Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah, that's why it ends. Here and now. Okay, then. I don't want this to get weird. Weirder. Exactly. Tell me something about yourself. What? Let's, let's, let's normalise this. You and me, talking like people. Your parents, your family, pets, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Only, uh... What? Um, that, that guy over there. Can you see him? He's got nuggets. <sighs> oh, come on, come on, what's the arm? We should go. But nuggets. Hi. Oh. Oh. I was wandering past. I saw you in the window. You two are getting on. I'm finding out all Owen's secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I know what's going on. Huh? He likes to watch people eat junk food because he is <clears throat> on a really strict diet. Tell you what, I have a few minutes. Should we get a coffee? But first, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get some nuggets. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, sure, Sarge. They're in ten. This time I've got to dash off. It's okay. Go. Save the city. Actually, it's just some discharge paperwork. <laughs> Owen, would you mind? Eh? Walk Kate back to the bus stop? She is not made of porcelain. Sorry, I just... You know, sorry. See ya. Bye. There goes my hero. Yep. Kebab. Owen, you've had enough. Oh, come on. You wanted me to build bridges. I've built bridges. We're all mates. Oh, you've um, you've dropped something down there. Yeah, there we go. What's that? Yeah. Oh. Whilst you're here, by the way, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, you've been listening to a Big Finish production. Oh. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, be more careful next time. Wipe, wipe your feet as well. Sorry!